So myocardial ischemia, ST depression, T wave flattening inversion, those are the two mains I main ones I think about. Others would be the peak T waves, previously inverted T waves becoming upright or U wave inversion. Hardly ever see U waves, hardly ever see them inverted, but that's a possibility, I guess. Okay. So what's the morphology uh, like? Well, ST depression can be upsloping, downsloping, or horizontal, and depending upon the, the presentation, it, it uh, equals or equivalent. Maybe more likely or less likely. That's the words I'm looking for. Horizontal or downsloping ST depression greater than or equal to 0.5 millimeters at the J point and two contiguous leads indicates ischemia. Again, we need to have two contiguous leads with these changes, not just one. Um, and so 0.5 millimeters is what we're looking for. In particular, these two, these two types, horizontal or downsloping. An upsloping ST uh, depression is, is much less specific and, and maybe some caused by other things. Uh, if we get ST depression greater than a millimeter, that's even more likely that it's ischemia rather than another cause. So 0.5 is enough, millimeter, now we're really kind of cranking it, cranking it up a notch, okay? So ST depression, if we see it more than two millimeters in three contiguous leads, what you really need to think about is where is the MI, okay? Um, in, in my opinion, it doesn't say that on this slide, but if you see a lot of ST depression, what I would be looking for is where's the ST elevation? Okay, because it could very well be a reciprocal change. Um, and um, this just says that it's a higher probability of mortality, and I would say that's true too, but I would also make sure if you're seeing ST depression that you're looking closely for the ST elevation that may very well be there, and these would be the reciprocal changes. So here are those morphology pictures. You've got the upsloping, less specific. You've got the downsloping and the horizontal. Uh, these are all possibilities of ways to see ST depression, and there's some, some additional ones here. You've got kind of the horizontal morphologies and uh, maybe an upsloping there, maybe a downsloping there. thought I had the percentages. I'll have to find that for you. All right, again, here it says ST, ST depression should always prompt you to look for the reciprocal, as a potential reciprocal change to the ST elevation. So look around for that, um, especially if it's in a particular area. If you've got um, ST depression in your, in your inferior leads, look in your anterior leads for ST elevation and vice versa. T-wave inversions, we see them all the time, and I, I hate them. They're the bane of my existence. I mean, they're, they're always there, and, they, and you know, mo most of the time mean absolutely nothing. But uh, T-wave inversions, if they're really deep, now that's another story, okay? Well, it's not uncommon to see flipped T-waves, but if you've got a, at least a millimeter deep, I would say the really deep ones are the ones that catch my attention, then ischemia is a possibility. Again, in two contiguous leads, what you're looking at is those that have the dominant R wave, so if you've got a tall R wave and a flipped T, um, that that's potential for ischemia. And again, dynamic changes. It's, it's, there's, if you repeat it and you're unsure, you repeat it 10, 15 minutes, it's different than it was before, then it's a possibility, it's a problem. I had a guy once who, I'm trying to remember, he had the inverted T waves. Yeah, I think he had inverted T waves on an EKG uh, just before he came to, the, to me from a clinic. And then when he got here, they were, when he got to the me, they were gone. It was enough of me to kind of go ahead and do a little further workup because it was dynamic changes. Something was there that wasn't there before, vice versa. Those, those things you have to keep in mind. All right, Wellen syndrome. Um, if you see these, this pattern on the EKG, it 
highly indicative uh, that they may have a big one, bite the big one in the next two or three weeks. So even though they may not be having chest pain at the, at the moment, there may not be signs that they've had an MI on with a troponin, if you see these, um, they need to be, be put in the hospital. You need to talk with the cardiologist, okay? And what that is is these inverted or biphasic T waves in V2 through V4. And if they've got chest pain, they come in, it's basically saying they've got a critical stenosis of the LAD. Again, they may be pain-free, they may have normal enzymes, they may not be any sign that they've had an MI, but really high risk of an anterior wall MI during the next two to three weeks, and you would be well to, to put them in. Um, there's really two types of Wellens waves. There's type 1 and type 2. Um, these type 1 uh, Wellens waves are really deep and symmetrically inverted, and I'll show you those in a second. And the type 2 is a biphasic deflection where you have a positive and then a, a negative uh, terminal deflection. So here's your type 1. You'll see these from time to time. Uh, in V2 and V3 is where your Wellens waves are at. You've got these very deep, very symmetrical-looking T waves. Those will definitely catch your attention like that, right? That's an abnormal T wave for sure. So think in V2 and V3. And then you have your biphasic where it does come up. I'm sorry, it's not biphasic. It's more horizontal baseline there. And then you have your neg big negative T wave there. It's nice and symmetric. Those are both uh, type 1. So type two is the biphasic T wave. Most obvious in this one over here, we have a nice upright T wave followed by a deep T wave inversion and a little less so here, but you still have the upright and negative T wave. Best seen in that V3 there, okay? Type one and type two Wellens. So these are the things we see all the stinking time. These nonspecific ST segment changes or T wave inversions, they drive you crazy because um, they're always, almost always present. Um, so SD segment depression less than a mil half a millimeter, T wave inversion less than a millimeter, T wave flattening, upsloping SD depression, um, but uh, very nonspecific. They can be ischemic in nature, but most of the time I don't, I don't get too bent out of shape about them. Um, again, look at your patient, put it with, in context of what's going on, and let that be the thing that drives you because you'll see these things all the time. And then uh, the Winters T waves. This is new to me, to be honest with you. I haven't lectured on this before. I kind of stumbled across it the other, the, last, the other night and thought well, it would be good to throw in here. First came, came out and was reported in 2008, kind of gradually been building some steam as to whether or not it's important or not. And there's a lot of evidence now showing that it can be predictive of an LED occlusion, kind of like the, uh, the Wellens waves. Um, and it's considered an anterior STEMI equivalent. Okay, so basically if you see these things, you, you, you act like they're having a, a STEMI, an ST elevation MI. So things that we would, it, it includes is ST depression and peak T waves in the precordial leads, and we'll show you that right there, okay? So again, we're looking at these precordial leads. You have the ST segment depression in those tall T waves. Kind of has an interesting looking appearance. So tall prominent, Symmetric T waves in those precordial leads with an upsloping ST segment depression. Greater than a millimeter at the J point in the precordial leads. Um, there's the absence of ST elevation in the precordial leads and ST segment elevation in AVR. Um, so basically, tall prominent symmetric T waves with upsloping ST depression and uh, in ST segment elevation in AVR. So let's see if we can see that. Those look like a little ST segment elevation in AVR. 
tall, prominent uh, T waves with these upsloping ST depression, and that's called the winters. New to me, <laughs> but it sounds important. I've never seen it before, but um, one of those, another one of those things to put in your tool belt. Okay, questions on that? Uh, you guys have a farm exam, right? Okay, here's the plan. Why don't you take a few minutes? I'm gonna play a video that you can watch or not watch at your own leisure from your table. And, um, and you can it may find it helpful. It's um, this guy, Amamatu, that I've been talking about. Um, it's a video on ST elevation, and he runs through some really interesting cases. I'll play it. If you want to look at your farm book while we're watching, I really don't mind, okay, or whatever. Uh, but uh, I'll play it for you, and it'll be up on the screen. It lasts about 20 minutes or so, okay? Take a little breather. I'll find it and load it up, and we'll run from there. If you have questions about anything, come see me. I'll be here for a bit. We can talk about it while it's playing or whatever.